paint. I used to. Oh man, I could write my name so many sick colors on paint. I would. Mo- <laughs> that's such a stupid flex. <laughs> I could write my name that's in a, so many colors. That's a terrible flex. <laughs> I used to just like take the cursor. And it was so bored. Like there was nothing to do on the computer. Fill the whole screen. Yeah. Just yeah. It's yeah. summertime. And probably then, and then probably undo, got my Buck Cherry and CD playing. And then undo it all with the eraser. <laughs> yeah, for hours. Listening to, and I'm better for it. Yeah, <laughs> You're better for it. You're dang right, we are. I can focus on. I just taught you motor I can skills. Focus on things for a long time because, like, I use a color in a whole computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> These kids today honestly don't know what they missed out on. They're pampered. They're pampered. <laughs> they don't know what they missed out on. They didn't have to print out directions on MapQuest uh, when they were traveling somewhere. We are back for episode 62 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Once again, joined by my lovely friends, Mr. Ryan Burkhardt and Mr. Tom Hankledye. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Very good, Ted. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me back on this. I guess I forget how the time travel podcast works. It's, it's Cinco de Mayo for us It right is now. Cinco de Mayo right now. It'll be like the 20th of May when they hear yeah, this. Yeah, it might be yeah. victory over Europe day. I was going to say that's when the Mexicans celebrate the, their independence. There's, there's the history buff. Is that it? Uh, it's when Mexico beat France in a war. Oh, I thought you were going to say soccer. That'd be a big day for them. Football international. <laughs> Tom, by the way, I'm very glad that you grew your hair back out. You Do look, you think you it's a good, good. look? Yeah, yeah I honestly, know. I wish it was longer. You but, think that's yeah. grown out? He's freshly for, shorn. For Tom, yeah. it's grown out. Really? For me, that's his, yeah. I, Have you ever had long hair, Tom? I've had long, long hair back in oh, college. Yeah. Did you have like the Biebs, like the Justin Bieber yes. sweet bangs? Yes. Tom's oh, hair yeah. is very I had, straight. I had the ba- uh, freshman year of college. I had, the look was ridiculous. Like, you know, you have zero money. So it's just the hand-me-down clothes you had from when you grew up pretty much. And so all my, you know, friends in college, people are starting to do their own thing. And the only thing I had was a puka shell necklace, <laughs> long hair and a lot of gel. I, I like I didn't know you then, but you seem like a big puka shell. Yeah. Flip flop. Yeah. Yep, for sure. American Eagle. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Hollister. And I, I'm good at like you're yeah. just like sizing a dude up <laughs> and knowing Well, anybody really you're stereo. You're, you're sizing us up real well. This the I, buckle had a sick necklace collection. It did. Sick. But literally, uh, Elijah, he's nine. He saw my senior year of high school picture, and he looked at it, and he goes, is that you, Dad? I'm like, yeah, that's me. He goes, um, two things. And that's how he said it. He goes, <laughs> he goes, two things. You looked way better with hair. You should grow your hair back out. And that's the that's a really ugly necklace. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yep, everyone says hey, that. One out of two ain't bad. Yeah. Did you ever pop your collar? No, 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 never. Only on vacation when your family was never at some Florida beach resort. <laughs> yes, never. When you went to dinner, yeah, we went on the jean shorts that hang down to the shin. 
we went on two vacations our entire life. My dad thought it was the greatest thing in the world to drive us. He said, kids, get ready to get in the van. It's vacation time. We're going to drive across the state to Williamsburg to the outlet mall. Oh. And then we're going to go back across the state to the Omaha Zoo. Oh, man. That was our biggest trip. Henry Dorley. Yeah. I love it. I I had a what I believe was a monkey defecate on my head at the Omaha Zoo. That's a real story? That's what? a true story. Uh, in I the, was in the forest. Yep, in yes. that. In, was it called the live jungle? Yeah, or something? that's where those things can get you. I was, Gross. I was like ten to twelve. My aunt and uncle took us with our cousins, and I, I assume it was a monkey, it, but it was straight up something took a deuce on my head. We had to go to the bathroom and wash my head out in the sink. And oh, gosh, <laughs> it makes me queasy. It's a. Uh, it wasn't. Did you? It start? wasn't solid. So did it like run down your back? No. Did it laugh at you? Like, did it know that it did it? No, I, I never saw the animal to this day, but it, based off color and consistency, no way it was a bird. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't white. It had to have been a mammal up, yeah. in, up in the trees. That's got to be a monkey. It was gross, but it makes for a great story. True. Uh, on this podcast, we like to say anything for content. So I that, like that's I like why stuff like that. I was I could see the monkeys up there and I was trying to position myself under it because I'm like, it's going to make a great story for a podcast someday. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't know what a podcast is or what it will be, but I'm going to be on one. Be good. <laughs> yeah, because it was like late 90s. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys uh, say? We talk some music. Let's do it. I'm in. So earlier today, or actually, this was last night. Uh, Ryan said that. Um, we should talk about the first CD we ever bought. I took it as bought with our own money. Right. Like it wasn't talking? given to us. We right. picked it out. We chose it. We bought it. Yeah. All right. I remember my first two. <laughs> One's pretty funny. Uh, do you remember yours, Ryan? Yeah. What is it? Okay. I so it. I have this aunt that's like younger than most of my aunts and uncles. Right. And she's like, she was like the young fun aunt. And she lived in Des Moines, and me and my brothers were going to go stay with her for the weekend and, like, go to the mall, get some movies from Blockbuster, order pizza. Like, you know, fun aunt stuff. Mm-hmm. She took us to Merle Hay Mall, and we went to Sam Goody. What a store. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Sam and Goody I, and On Cue. They, I had big this place for CDs back in the day. On Cue? What yeah, is you that? you remember that? No. Oh. I Did just you remember, remember On Cue, Tom? It was in the Spencer Mall right when you walked in. I don't. Is where you bought all your CDs. Is it a franchise or just like a one-off? No, it was store? a franchise. Hmm. Anyway, so I, I had my own money. I was in fourth or fifth grade. It was nineteen ninety-five. Had to have been ninety-six actually, based off one of the albums. So, I had had CDs prior to this, but they were always gifts. And my brothers and I were really into country. So, like my first CDs Love that it. were gifts were like Neil McCoy. <laughs> And Brooks and Dunn. Slam, bam, I'm feeling all right. <laughs> Boot, scoot, and boogie was <laughs> on the CD player as a kid for me. So, But Nothing the first CDs I bought with my own money, it was What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis. Wow. Just an unbelievable album. Yeah. Like one of the best <laughs> albums ever made. I don't know why I liked Oasis, but I knew I wanted that CD. And the other one I bought that day was... Razorblade Suitcase, the second full-length album from Bush. Bush. Wow. I was in like fifth grade, maybe. Bush. That's what you were listening to. That's crazy. Yeah. And fi- <laughs> so I'm the youngest of three brothers. So I grew up in the backseat of my brother's car listening to Metallica, Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana. Yeah. Um, he had, what was it called? Like Hit Parader Magazine. 
it was like an alternative rock magazine. I used to take those out of his room and read those and Smashing Pumpkins, all that stuff. Like, I remember on my fourth grade folder, I had pictures of Gavin Rosdale of Bush and Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Like, so yeah, those are the first two CDs I bought with my own money. And I still love those albums. I listened to those albums today because I knew we were going to talk about this. I was like, I got to listen to those again. I don't know if I could think of, I'm sure I've heard a Bush song, but off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to. Okay, so their first studio album, 16 Stone, was, if I'm being honest, better than Razorblade Suitcase. Okay. But 16 Stone had like Machine Head, Glycerine, Come Down, The Little Things. Mm. You don't, are these songs ringing a bell? No. If, Maybe I, if I heard them. Days go by How did you get that? Wait, yes. Did you just get the actual audio track of Glycerine? How did you clear that? <laughs> oh. Oh, was that people. Tom? Fair oh, that was Tom? Fair people. use. Oh, I thought that was the actual track. <laughs> yeah. So those are my first two albums about Man, money. Once, once are uh, my answers cooler than your guys's? Yes, that's pretty sick. Is I'm yours not like lie. Kids Bob? <laughs> now that's what I you're call music. Laugh at, I have three. a feeling you're going to laugh at one of my man. You, you're, I literally was the looking now CDs at, were I, legit. I was one of my first CDs I bought was now one. <laughs> Dead serious. What was on that? Backstreet? I was just looking it up. The track listing? Lenny Kravitz was on there. Oh, Fly Away? Yep. It had to have been Backstreet Boys. Hey, can you just tell me the artist and let's see if we can guess the song, Adam. Tell me the artist. This was the first CD I ever bought. Okay. Actually, the second CD. Um, All right. Janet Jackson. Ooh. Oh, Lordy. I don't know what that Janet. I wouldn't know Janet. That was too late to be like. Yes. And it's a. get, Get this. It's a five minute song. What? What's the song? Together Again. I don't no, know. No, 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 thank you. Don't know it. As long as you love me, Backstreet Boys. We told you to name Gore. the artist. <laughs> oh, sorry. And we're going to guess the song. Fastball. The Way. Yep. What a song. <laughs> wait, wait. Give me a little bar of that. What, how's that one go? And um, everyone could see the road that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, was paved, paved in gold. <laughs> I think I was thinking of that song, Cannonball by the Breeders. Okay, go ahead. Harvey Danger. Oh, Flagpole Sitta. Yep. Nice. Great Sp- pole. Spice Girls. Uh, wannabe? Wannabe? No. Uh, oh, uh, Spice World? Say You'll Be There. I don't know their catalog uh, uh, front yeah. and back. <laughs> oh, you're, you're gonna, this is going to be very easy. Casey and JoJo. Uh, is it All My Life? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man. You know, I, I if was Adam hard- wouldn't have said it, I don't know that I would have come to my I don't think so. I, I don't know hard- R&B well. Yeah. I was hardcore flirting with a girl to that song one night in Elton, like eighth grade, trying to <laughs> Hold get, on. trying to date her. Hold yeah. on, he just said he was flirting to that song. Flirting. So yeah. that song was on, and you were making eyes, or yeah. like, <laughs> and maybe like, how do you flirt to maybe a like song? Spit, <laughs> maybe flirting like, to it. Maybe like spit an RB line here and yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> flirting to a song. <laughs> I didn't know this one, but all, all Saints again, another four minute and fifty four. All seconds. Saints. Man, that sounds like an R and B song. Songs were long yeah, back in the day. Never ever. Um. Okay, that sounds familiar. Tonic, actually. you should know this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tonic. Um. Not on never one. Is that that? No, one? no, 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 no. Who's that? Um. Yes, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um. Whoops. Okay, Tonic. It's um. I got. I can't nothing. wait to sing it. They, they had like two really, up. really big Tom's songs. Tom's growing impatient. I know. We, we got to hold for edit here because I'm. A, I, I don't want to give up on this, but I know nobody wants That's to fine. listen to me. I get. No, I want you to work through it. Don't worry. Uh, Take tonic. your time. That's um, what editing's for. It, if you could only see. Yes. Yeah. There if you, wow. you could only see the way she allows me. Um. Oh, the <laughs> other song of theirs that was really good was "You Wanted More." But I, you wanted more, mm, more than I could give. That's, that's a, a great, great song. song. Yeah, Jinx. Um, Hanson. <laughs> um, 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Do they have another song? That, no, that's one hit. My wonder. sister. Can and I take? Go ahead. My two cousins were Hanson obsessed. All handsome posters across the entire wall. Went for to one multi- song. Went to multiple concerts. They knew every song word for word. It was it pretty was sure crazy. those dudes are from Oklahoma. Um, it was crazy. I think so. So when I was Taylor, in college, Taylor and Zach Hanson. And I don't remember Isaac. Isaac Come on. <laughs> the tall older brother, Isaac. Yes. Zach was the drummer. Zach was the drummer. I modeled my drumming game after him. <laughs> in your hair game? In my hair game. <laughs> Ta- er, Ped models his drumming after two people. John Bonham of Led Zeppelin and Zach, Zach Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> um, Icons. That's Icons. a great When yeah. I was in college, we had this. I worked at admissions, and my this guy Ben worked at admissions with us. He's like one of the top three funniest people I've ever met. We're we have this staff meeting, and it's like we're waiting for the boss to come in, and it's all quiet. And Ben goes, "Do you guys remember the band Hanson?" And we all kind of were like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> Who does it? And he goes. When they first came out, I thought they were girls and they were really cute. <laughs> I'm like, pause for a second. And then the whole room starts laughing at him. And then he gets like indignant. And he goes, what? I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> and I thought they were cute. So funny. I never forgot that joke. Oh, my gosh. I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> wow. But just it hit the room. Pause for a second. And everybody starts laughing at him. Okay, what's the next track? Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Cherry Poppin'. Oh, this was like the oh. the ska big band craze, yes. like Mighty Mighty Boston's and OC Supertones. I love Supertones. You'll know the song. Too. Uh, Real Big Fish. Yeah, wh- what's the song? Zoot Suit Riot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Throw back a bottle of beer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know that one. And it doesn't have an artist name, so okay. screw it. Brian McKnight should be easy. Uh, one. No. You're like a dream come true. That was like a middle school slow dance staple. Yes. yes. Yep. Anytime. Fair. I, I just learned Brian McKnight had two songs. Yeah. So I thought it was just the other one. I also Aqua. tried flirting to one. <laughs> tried flirting. Barbie girl. <laughs> Barbie girl. Is that by Aqua? Yep. Okay. Radiohead. Creep? Nope. Just? Nope. I don't know. What is it? Karma Police. Karma Police. Mm-hmm. There you go. Duh. Everclear. Oh, Father of Mine? No. Santa Monica. Nope. Oh. Um, the next one. It's, um, it starts with a W, doesn't it? it it's a song about uh, if if I would buy you a garden. Is that Where it? your flowers what a can bloom. song. So I'll buy you a new life. Buy you, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Is that Flyway? Yep. And then Marcy Playground. Oh, Sex and Candy. Yeah. Pretty good track. One Pretty hit good album. Yeah. You know... That, that was has all about way more CD. alternative it on does. it than like I would that, have ever it's thought. It's not just all, you know, the stuff that now turned into, it, which was just pop. You know? That was, now that's what I call music one. That was one. I yeah. would say by, now that's what I call music four. It's mostly like Cisco, yes. Yes. Backstreet, NSYNC, maybe a Blink-182 song. Britney Spears. It yeah. went pop in a hurry. Yes. Yep. Blue Bagger. So I, I, did, <laughs> I did love that one. That was your first CD you bought? Yeah. What was another? Do you remember another one you bought like early right, on? Right, right. Okay, Probably so now too. Because I bought mine on the same day. So I think that counts as like yeah, two at the course. same time. So I bought that one and then I got uh, the next two were gifts or the next ones that I got. When the uh, Backstreet's, Backstreet Boys' first album. Yep. Of course. That was our Backstreet's f- back. Yep. And then um, I got my appendix removed when I was in seventh grade. I remember that. And a friend, a, a joint friend of ours who... Brett, Mr. Brett Hahn, uh, gifted me the Christina Aguilera CD. 
What a friend. Is yeah. that as a This gift. is what's going to make him feel better. Yeah. Is that standard protocol when someone gets their appendix out? <laughs> you give them the a Christina yeah. Aguilera CD? Yeah. I think Brett started something. Yeah. I think the like Christina Britney Spears was like the original Brady versus Manning. For sure. Like, and at the which, same time as like Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. It, yeah, you, yeah. You are one team or the other. Yeah. Yep. Green Day or Blank. I'm trying to think. Uh, so the, after like the two big ones, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, then you had like LFO. five, LFO, and 98, 98 degrees. degrees. Who, who would have been like the next tier of women? O-Town. O-Town. Because <laughs> I wanted oh, is that I want it all. That was Tonic, right? Because <laughs> I, I want it all. all. That's O-Town, I think. Oh, nothing yeah, that's O-Town. Uh, oh, B.B. Mac. Oh, yeah. Because wow. you're back here, baby. BB Mac. That Dude, is a deep pull from the recesses heard, of my mind. Yeah. I heard a hilarious story on a podcast like a month ago about a guy who uh, went around. A podcast story on a podcast. Yeah. This is like Inception. Yes. yes. Okay. And this guy went around telling everyone at this like party in Miami that he was Craig from O-Town. <laughs> and there's not actually a Craig from O-Town. But it ended up getting him like all this VIP access and stuff. And he actually ended up going up to, uh, I think, Aaron Carter or Nick Carter. He was like, hey, it's Craig from O-Town. And they were like, Craig, what's up, man? And he ended up hanging out with all. And then eventually a security guard came up and said, there's no effing Craig in O-Town. I don't know who this guy is. You know, when that's, did- that's a great scheme because... Craig in order O-Town. to blow the whistle on that and say there is no Craig at O-Town, you have to admit that you know <laughs> no, the members of yeah, O-Town. O-Town. That's yeah. embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That's a great scheme of his. I wonder for all these guys, these older these older cats um, in, in these bands that that were very, very cool and like they did all the tours and it was very, very popular. When it went from like you're, you're so famous that it's just nauseating to mm-hmm. I like to use my fame – or what what used to be my fame to get special treatment to all right I can't claim that I was that because now it's pathetic you wow. know there's that there's that progression with that every former famous person you know especially if you're like getting into your 30s and you're in a boy band it's not cool yeah there's a shelf life on a boy band yeah, yeah. can't yeah. can't be it Justin Timberlake life's all about timing got to know when to get out JT He'd probably be pretty good at timing the stock market too, you know. Probably like he got out on InSync on a high. Yeah. You know. Speaking of boy bands, did you guys ever see that MTV movie called Together? <laughs> it's one of the funniest movies yes. I think I've ever seen. And I have it, seen it. It was it was made at the height of the boy band craze, and yep. they made fun of boy bands. Chris Farley's brothers in it. Yep. <laughs> it's it's legitimately one of my favorite movies ever because it just was right on the zeitgeist. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Pet, Pet, what about you? My CDs. Uh, So I remember the first CD I ever bought was, um, the the name of the CD was titled after the mega hit on it. Uh, I was in eighth grade. Eagle Eye Cherry. And for the first time of my own money, went to Walmart with my mom and bought the Baja Men CD, Who Let the Dogs Out. (laughs) First (laughs) CD I ever bought. And it was, I remember it had a yellow cover with a guy like running on it. What was your... I listened to Who Let the Dogs Out no less than 10,000 times in the year 2000. <laughs> I loved that song so much. I'm just wondering, like, did you buy that CD and was like, I'm going to listen to this front to back? Or was it like, I'm just going to listen to Who Let the Dogs Out? I think out? it was specifically for Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> My parents had, like, you know, the old, like, stereos back in the day that had the two huge speakers on the side of, like, the five-disc changer? Yeah, we all lived the same childhood. Yeah. <laughs> My parents had one of those, and I played Who Let the Dogs Out on repeat for like an hour every morning before school. I remember riding the bus 
to track meets, football games, and junior high baseball games. For an hour-long bus ride, I would just put Who Let the Dogs Out on repeat. Listen to it nonstop. <laughs> it's kind of sad when you think about it. What, what? But I loved that song. When's the last time you heard that song? Oh, my gosh. Probably when I played it ironically at a party or something. Do it, you ha- it's probably been years. Do you have older siblings? One older sister. Was she any influence at all on your musical taste? No. We are complete opposite. Tom, are you the oldest? I'm second. Yep. What? Who's older than you? Nate. Did yeah. he have any influence on your musical taste? Nate was... No. Nate was not... Me and Nate couldn't be probably more You're different You're pretty opposite. Yeah. I think it's so funny to hear what our first albums were because I feel like mine's a little pretentious. No. But I had, I had older brothers that like were like, hey... You're gonna listen to Pink Floyd. Like you need to know who this is. And uh Yeah, when you Nirvana unplugged, like I had an older brother that was like basically curating my music collection. Because when I heard your first choices of albums, I'm like, Holy cow, have you been thirty your whole yeah, life? I would have never listened I to that. I was like, as an eight year old or ten whatever it was, it's yeah. like I couldn't and you know, those are some of the best albums of all time, you know, the those first couple there that you mentioned, you know. hundred percent like no offense, but it would have never dawned on me to purchase a Baja Men CD because I'd have been like, <laughs> I I'm like twelve mowing the yard with my Sony Discman listening to Nirvana Unplugged. Yeah, yeah. like you don't listen to Nirvana Unplugged and then pop in your Baja Men CD. <laughs> no. It just doesn't. You just happen. don't do that. No, it does not. I think when I was in middle school, I asked for like Echoes, the best of Pink Floyd <laughs> two disc. On a ninth grade field trip, we went to the mall and I bought. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Early Days and Latter Days, Double CD. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I was listening to. The thing that was crazy was we grew up in the CD age where that was like the biggest source of an artist's revenue. However, I bought maybe three CDs and it was all boy band type stuff. Yep. And, you know, for the most part, and it, I can't, it's baffling to me how quick the transition was from that to stealing music off the internet via burning. Yep. And it was, you know, right into Dre, Snoop, yep. you know, Eminem. Audio like, Galaxy is yeah. where we got. I think it was Audio Galaxy was the, we didn't use LimeWire or Napster. We, we were Kaza and LimeWire. The, the, what was the first rap you guys got into? Uh, speaking of, I'll tell you quick. The second CD I ever bought the very next year, I felt like I should uh, make myself a little more respectable. And I bought the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, Eminem's first CD, 2000 or 2001. I was not a big Eminem. But that'd be guy. a second one. First one where he blew up. Because then I think that one and Chronic by Dr. Dre the next year, everyone was arguing about which one was better. Uh, that was, You're thinking of Dre 2001. Yeah. Is that Chronic, Chronic was in the 90s. Okay. Are you talking about the one that's got like Forgot About Dre? Yeah. That's 2000. That one came out around the same time as the members of the Marshall Mathers LP, and everyone was like taking sides and. Arguing about which one was better. I think "Forgot About Dre" was one of the best songs of oh, of all incredible. Time. My for rap oldest brother did not listen to rap. My middle brother did kind of get into rap, so from him I got like, yeah, Dr. Dre. I remember um, it was Method Man and Limp Biscuit in together now. Yeah, Limp Biscuit. That's yeah, I love that that song. I remember um, my middle school friends were into like Jay Z, Mystical. Yeah, dude. The Nelly Country Grammar album. Yes, huge. So that was kind of like my middle school friends. <laughs> a CD that my parents, I don't think, know that I had, and I don't know where. I must have bought it when I like my brother took me to the mall. I had Buck Cherry's album. That is not <laughs> hey, something that like an eleven or twelve year old should woman. be. Like, 
the Buck Cherry self-titled like album is not something yeah. <laughs> a twelve-year-old should do. No, not. no. But it was in my little Sony Walkman disc player, and my parents yep. didn't know it. And yeah, man, country grammar. What a banging CD. Two of the ones I was very happy that I bought that I like. There are ones that I listened to cover to cover. Were <laughs> um, uh, and it was both two thousand to two thousand five in that eighth grade to high school you know into high school was uh country grammar but not the song just that whole album yep i thought that was fantastic and then uh lincoln park uh i think it was meteora that album was absolutely phenomenal i mean that it was one of those cd like there's a lot of them you bought for three songs you know or Mm -hmm. more or less you ended up really liking three songs it just felt like those albums like everyone was just Mm -hmm. awesome Lincoln Park Lincoln Park takes me back to the Woodward Granger weight room circa early 2000s where on the stereo was like Disturbed. Oh yeah. Saliva, Nickelback. Yep. Lincoln Park. Uh weight room was the first place I ever heard uh Pony by Genuine. <laughs> really a little R&B. <laughs> was, huh? in the, was in the weight room. <laughs> I I wouldn't associate that with a weight room song. Hey, no. It was it was hopping in there. Pony by Genuine. And then a lot of screamer music after it, that. It depended on who showed up. Like, it was, it was there. Yep. Started out the day. I mean, it was all 90s hard Metallica. rock. Metallica. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, man. I can remember as a freshman in high school, the, uh, you know, I was a terrible football player. Um, and we'd get dressed in the locker room. And the seniors, the guys that were actually going to play and stuff, they would put the stereo on and get into, like, game mode. And I'm like a little freshman. And and to be honest, I'm a bad football player. And I just don't I, – I never felt like I fit in with the football culture. Yeah. I'm a baseball guy. I, was, I wasn't I was about to get jacked for a game. It was like I want to get focused. Yeah. Um, and so when they I, – I would just like leave the locker room and go in the gym with my other little freshman friends because they'd put on Disturbed <laughs> and like stare at the floor and get angry and wide-eyed and like want to start hitting each other and <laughs> – yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so oh. I, oh. Yeah. I, we'd, I'd always be like, uh, I'm just gonna slowly back out of the, the room sickness. and uh, let them get hype. But in my defense, or in their defense, I should say, they were about to hit and get hit for for two hours. And I was gonna out. stand on the sideline and shiver. So <laughs> I, I didn't really need to get jacked up. Turn around and wave at your parents every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, I went on the football field with the sole intention of trying to put someone in the hospital. So I can understand where they're coming from. Do you play with a cold? <laughs> Did I play with a cold? Is that what you yeah. said? Uh, yeah, of course. Is that why you're going to put him in the hospital? Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Jokes Gosh. are a lot like frogs. If you have to dissect them, they're probably yeah. going to kill them. Hey, <laughs> speaking of uh, Tom talking about burning CDs. You guys can't see this right now, but Adam's challenging me to the Oklahoma drill. <laughs> uh, my favorite was a picture. I busted out my old Oh, we've got Adam's burnt CD book yeah. here. Look at these lists. Oh, first off, well, the first thing I open up is the Footloose soundtrack, <laughs> which isn't that just Kenny Loggins' second album? Okay, Pure Country. Dude, I was the best names aren't on here. Which Why is a are you spelling country that way? That's embarrassing. Uh, exactly. I was. <laughs> can't believe you still have these. Glee, the music. I was the burn CD king of our class. Oh, I loved. I lived for it. It would take him nine hours to burn a CD. Yeah. My parents had dial-up internet. I had to start the songs before school, get home. Half of them would be done. And then by like bedtime that night, they'd all be done. I could make a CD. Kids today have no idea the struggle. They don't. None. They don't. And then you had to hope like you didn't get a song downloaded and it was like, Remix 98.7. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I used to I used to name my CDs the greatest names. I don't think any I don't have any great names. These are like more recent than high school, probably. Um, Tom, he's got a burnt CD over here called Wholesome Jams. <laughs> Is that one of the ones you were flirting to? Yeah. Oh, Blink One Eighty Two Neighborhoods. Can I borrow that? My, my one of my favorite. Of you can. One of my favorite. Uh, Pets Jellin Nineties. Jellin. Pets Jellin Nineties. My my one of my I'm favorite. Jellin, you uh, <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, isn't that like a the Dr. Scholl's? The gel insoles. You made a pun about Dr. Scholl's on a mix CD? <laughs> Tom, what were you saying? I was just going to make a popular culture reference to my favorite joke involving burnt CDs. Yes. When Michael and Dwight are driving to Jim and Pam's wedding, and Dwight puts in a burnt CD, and Michael goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I burned a CD for you for a woman tonight that you can play after you've seduced her. And he goes, oh, that's a great idea. He puts it in, and it's Dwight's voice, and he goes, hello, lucky lady. You, you may be wondering, what did I do to deserve a night like this? Don't be worried. <laughs> How cool is I? I have one called Dance Party. Party? Party. Uh, country Fang with an A-N-G. Who did you think would be reading these labels? Uh, you wrote them like there's as- one called Chicka Yeah. There, you wrote these as if like part of your game you were going to throw down with the ladies was they were going to open your CD chitty, book chitty and bang. be blown away. Hey, Tom, this burnt CD is called Now That's What Ped Calls Music, Volume 3. <laughs> I made like 12. Now I, That's What Ped Calls Music. I want to know what's on this. You can take these CDs with you. Is it you just 12 tracks of Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I used to have like, man, Ped's party jams, Ped's whatever. Uh, sometimes when the CD stopped working. And it starts skipping and scratching. I would just roll down my truck window and throw it out the window. And I have uh, friends who uh, part of their business is they mow lawns. And mm-hmm. sometimes they'd like send me a picture. They'd find one of my CDs laying in like the cemetery lawn or something when they were out mowing. That's irresponsible, Pet. <laughs> it's very irresponsible. <laughs> this so- this CD a rabbit could choke. This burnt CD of my pet is called Hard Hat and a Hammer. I bet it's a lot of Joe Diffie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a country one. I remember. <laughs> I thought you guys. I'm, I'm mad that I don't have a lot of the good names, but I thought you guys might enjoy those, so I went and dug them out today. Did you burn a lot of CDs, Burn? Um, yes and no. I did, but also like the way that I consumed music was, I wanted the album because I wanted to listen to all the tracks. I wanted to read the liner notes, the lyrics. I wanted to get an overall feel for the what the artist was trying to do. Like I, was you really like, got into it. I was a kid in high school that like in study hall with my friends, we're going to talk about like the new blink album and like how it's different and the themes. And like, did you notice the guitar stuff and they put these effects on the guitars and did you hear how they did that audio? Like, I I mean, I was in a band and so I kind of nerded out on that stuff for sure. Cool. Did you burn? I don't remember. You burned a lot of CDs. You burned all of my CDs. People would give me a list and, and I'd get to work. I never forget when I was getting ready for prom my junior year. I had Ped burn me a CD for my car. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yep, for prom. Ped's prom mix 04. That's probably <laughs> what it said on it. <laughs> had either one of you guys ever burn a CD for a lady? Like a basically a mixtape? Did you ever do that? Try oh, to win wow. an I had Ped. Oh, for sure. That was the prom tape. Yeah. High school girlfriend. Yep. For sure. For Tom's high school girlfriend and for mine. Yep. Yep. You, you were to put you, him in the mood. <laughs> you were Tom's musical wingman? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 
Tom and I were going home afterwards having to talk on MSN about how the night went because we didn't have texting. Yeah. <laughs> we jump on MSN. Hope you like who let the dogs out because yeah. you're getting a steady diet. <laughs> <laughs> a steady diet of who let the dogs I out. I made one or two mixed CDs. One of them for so my wife, fun. so it must have sealed the deal. The, you know, the thing, though, is it's like I just don't know what gets in my brain that I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this mixtape ready to go in the old Monte Carlo. Yep. This night's going to be so fire. Yeah, I'm gonna polish up that spoiler. Yeah. Oh, she's not gonna know what hit her. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it just show that we just had no idea what girls even thought? Hundred percent. Cool? No, no, no girl was like, "I gotta date Tom because yeah. of the spoiler." <laughs> no, no girl. You, you could have stopped after. No girl was like, "I gotta date Tom." <laughs> you could have just stopped. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Here's something I thought we would have fun talking about. Uh, we'll see how long this takes us, and if we got more time for stuff afterwards. So. School year's coming to an end, mm-hmm. as you know, obviously. And it just it gets me thinking about like when we were a kid growing up, what we did with our summers. I have all sorts of crazy stories. But I, what did you, Burke, look forward to most summer? Like, did you have like get togethers with friends, playing pickup baseball, basketball, were you big cruise around town on the bike kid? So I lived in the, your, I lived in the country, sh- like out oh, on the highway. Duh. So sometimes my dad would throw my bike in the back of the truck and drop me off at my buddy's house. But right on. I remember a lot of uh, I was really close to my grandparents and they lived in town. So they were kind of my home base in town. From there, I would go to the pool or I feel like we'd play wiffle ball in the neighbor's yard and then. I mean, Little League was a big deal for me. I, I was not a summer camp guy. Never went to summer camp because Same. it would have had to have missed baseball, and I just was never going to do that. So I don't have any summer camp memories. Uh, as I got into middle school and stuff, it Pool? was... You know, I've Pool never... Kid? A little bit, but not... Act, to this day, I don't really love pools. It's yeah. just take it or leave it. For me, it was about going to friend's house and maybe riding some bikes around you know, your parents would drop you off in town with like five bucks, which back then was a lot because five bucks back then would get you two bottles of Mountain Dew, two slices of pizza and a Snickers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and then it was all about like talking your parents into letting you stay the night as many like both of you as many nights as the parents would agree to. Yep. And just trying to have an unbelievable streak of Man. playing PlayStation and the days. And it was great. Like if um, we could just like go to our little league game, go back to my friend Eric's house, play PlayStation, eat pizza, stay the night, get up, do it all again. Basically, pizza, PlayStation, Mountain Dew, baseball. There's four of us um, and we were all we we're 5 years apart, so by the time the youngest Ben could could ride a bike, they just so we were um, and so we would take that those two gravel roads and come into town and go to the pool and then on our bikes cuz they were, you know, boring country roads they were fine with it for sure go to the pool go to my grandparents house go play you know football or baseball in the in the lot behind steve's house you know that type of stuff and then the same thing like anytime you could get try to spend the night at a friend's house in between baseball did steve grow up where his parents live now yes oh so right next to the park the hammer lot i never played a single game of pickup baseball there at the hammer lot i was always so jealous of everyone that did yeah, those were fun as as young kids. I mean, mine was exactly the same. I mean, my dad was just around the farm all the time, and yep. and so it was entertain yourself or help on the farm. And then, you know, if you've got baseball or nothing else to do, ride your bikes into town, get there, and you know, 
I check to, in with grandpa and grandma and then go from there. I had you to know. walk beans too. I remember yeah. I remember walking beans and we start at like six in the morning and it's hot, but it's still dewy. Oh, you get oh, so yeah. wet. Sucked. Your feet get soaked. My older yeah. brothers both got the corn knives, and I just got the garden hoe that my dad sharpened to an oh, absolute razor. I hated And my dad's beans. deal was, if you guys will walk beans from 6 to like noon, you can be done at noon. Uh, I'll take you home, and then I'll you can go to the pool when it opens at 1. And so that was the only time I remember like really loving and wanting to go to the pool was after you've been walking beans for six yeah. hours. And he'd pay us... Like a hundred bucks a year to walk beans, which when you're like nine, a hundred bucks is a lot of money. Well, yeah, it's a ton of money. Yeah. That, so that was us too. Yeah. Yep. Outside, uh, I did obviously helped with farm work, but I wasn't, I'm not going to sit here and say I was doing 40 hour weeks when I was 10 on the farm. I remember I had a green and black Huffy bike. I got into a phase where I loved making, I'd find any board I could find and try to prop it up on a big log. And do like ramps and jumps and act like I was in a BMX guy on my little huffy bike. Yep. The one where you gotta put the pedals backwards to stop as the brakes didn't yeah. have, didn't have handlebar brakes. I had a long driveway, so I'd go fast on the driveway, oh, and I'd sick. try to time it up when a car was passing on the highway, and I'd do like a hard stop and spin the back wheel around and just hope I impress somebody on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, before I like started hanging out a lot with like Tom and some of our like friends. Now up until like. Fourth, fifth grade is kind of when I transitioned to that. But me and like other farm kids, their parents would drop them off and we'd go on like BB gun hunts, try to kill sparrows, uh-huh. barn swallows. One of the kids swore he could make a uh, a rabbit trap out of baling twine. So we spent like entire afternoons like with a piece of baling twine like that we just tied into a circle, hanging off a stick, and we thought it was going to catch a rabbit. Nice. While you guys were doing that, I was playing full 162 game seasons on Triple Play 2001. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i remember then like when i got started hanging out with like my other friends when i kind of switched friends group then yeah ride the bike into town i was old enough then and just two on two tournament remember yep. two on two basketball tournaments oh we'd yeah play? yeah we'd play we'd set up two on two tournaments or we'd play like full like march madness tournaments on college basketball Did, which God, like was good. i played march madness 99 on ps1 had um it would have been PS2, probably, the early days. Antoine Jameson was on the cover of the game, I'm thinking. Yep, I remember Antoine, that one. Man. Uh, my parents both worked outside the home. My dad was a farmer, but that was like his spare time. He worked at a factory. Yeah. So in the summer, like, there was no parents around for us. And I would watch the same sports center three times in a row. Oh, yeah. While eating bowls of cereal every morning. And I remember the Sports year center in the mornings was legit. And in the it's summertime, so baseball, like my favorite thing ever. I remember being really invested in whether Todd Helton was going to hit 400 that one year. I, think <laughs> I ended, remember I, that. I think he ended at like 372. The 400 chase. Yep. But in like August, I feel like they were like preempting Sports Center for his at bats, and yeah, I was like really invested in that Todd Helton season. Yep. <laughs> Man, I loved visiting my gr- mom. Grew up in Okaboji, and my grandma still lived there on the lake in Boji. And when we would visit them in the summer. Finally getting to watch SportsCenter was the best. I'd so watch. you didn't have ESPN at home? Nope. Not until, I think, senior year we got a dish. So I had it. But, man, SportsCenter, just for, like you're saying, three hours straight while eating breakfast was the bomb. I would watch a lot of SportsCenter in the morning, and then I was big into, like, road rules and real world oh. on MTV. <laughs> and then, did you have cable, Tom? Uh, no, not at the country, but it wasn't until yeah, high school. That I was really into like when they do MTV spring break Dude. that whole week, 
when they were in like Cancun or something. Yes. Yeah, TRL. I just talked yeah. about this I like was a two TRL everyday yeah. guy. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every day. TRL. And then I would also flip back and forth between that and VH1's top 10 videos of the day. Because mm-hmm. it was just a different flavor. VH1 was more like Sugar Ray, Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20. MTV was Blink and Christina and Britney and, the, and Sum 41 and all that stuff. I was I was a big those three channels. Yep. Um, yep. I can relate to that. Gosh, I wish I could find the number. I'd tell you to go listen to it. Oh, like a couple months ago, we did a 90s segment, Remember in the Glory Days, of MTV in the 90s. Road uh, Rules, Road Rules South America. I was like really invested in that season and real world New Orleans. Yeah. Man. I synonymously put MTV Spring Break. It's a core memory I have that goes right along with our Sioux Falls basketball tournaments. <laughs> I remember it was always Sioux Falls basketball tournament was when we were on spring break and it, MTV spring break was going on. We could watch it in the hotel. Room. And you're just watching yeah. like Cisco performing yep. live. Yep. Yep. I never forget Cisco, the thong song when that first came out, we'd always get to watch uh, music videos in Mr. Bruder's room yes. before school started. And when that thing was popular, <laughs> There'd just be like six seventh grade boys just staring at the screen, and Bruder would walk in. Okay, time to shut that <laughs> off now, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a big no no. Yeah, Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care, which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, he does not mow, so just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. And one thing I love to do in the summer outside is I bet I hit, had it been 10,000 rocks over five years. I'd stand in the driveway and hit rocks with an old baseball bat. Same. If I got it over the power line, it was a home run under the power line. But if it made the field on the other side of the ditch, it was a triple. And I'd play like a full nine inning game standing there hitting rocks. <laughs> I had an old Louis like a, bat that I didn't care what happened to it. This yep. metal bat. And I, I still just, have it. I would hit these little white rocks. They were small. I hit um, big ones. The, the thing is just caved in and dented. I hit like probably quarter diameter. Okay. Sorry, Phil Wickett for all the rocks I hit into your field because over the <laughs> fence into his field was a home run. You think um, Phil listens? Yeah, R.I.P. Let's reach out. Um, oh, yeah, I guess not. Sorry. And then uh, I would take those same rocks and I would throw them at fence posts for hours. And I think that's why to this day, like as a baseball coach, I am an incredibly accurate BP. Get the rubber arm too. I, yeah, rubber arm. Never sore. I throw thousands of pitches a summer. I never hit a kid. Like I am crazy accurate. Well, I grew up throwing rocks at like <laughs> literally like those, not even the big wooden fence posts, the metal ones, the, mm-hmm. the skinny ones. And I would just tell myself, like, you're just not leaving until you hit that fence post. Yep. And I would do it sidearm. I would do it overhand. Like, I would – that there was nothing to do. Yep. I, I don't think I would have done it if I'd had a phone and could have Snapchatted we, people. Yep. We would have hung out. We would have had fun hanging out back in the day because I did it, but with apples. We had three apple trees. I'd go pick up all the apples that were on the ground, put them in a five-gallon bucket, and then, like, make targets throughout the farm and see if I could hit them. And then I'd decide if, like, I struck someone out or if I gave up a home run. Just depending m- on how my accuracy was. Just mumbling to yourself. Yeah. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> out there practicing my long toss with an old Granny Smith. Do you remember when when our coach, uh, our basketball coach, as a as a little kids for tournaments, he uh, 
He would make us walk his bean fields. Yep. For our jersey to earn the jersey, and and we and and we'd get to go to Pizza Ranch too. Yep, and we would in walk. With, we'd walk with him for like a week. <laughs> is oh. this the basketball coach? I think it is. Yes, Dean. D- Dean. Yes. Dean. God, what a guy! We would walk for it with we him. Did like for, twelve hours of bean walking for a fourteen dollar jersey. It wasn't even fourteen dollars at the time. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it was like a. It was like a cotton. He knew what he was doing. It was like a cotton jersey yeah. too. It Reversible though. One side black, one yeah. side red. Yeah. Dean's the man. Yeah. He is. It, I thought I got out of it one year because uh, my family and I went to uh, Gold Lake, Minnesota for a vacation. He remembered. I was pumped. Shout out Gold Lake. Shout yeah. out Gold Lake. Great walleye fishing. Great, great people. Yep. Great people. Great perch. Um, and I thought I got out of it. And my dad and Dean are really good friends. We got back and my dad gets off the phone and goes, well, that's Dean. He says you got to go help him mow all day in Pocahontas tomorrow. You got to earn that jersey. It's like, that son of a gun didn't forget. So I had to go mow. Then I convinced his son, Mike. who was also yeah, there. Yeah, you had to earn the jersey, man. Yeah, I and then I convinced his son, who was also there, to do a lawnmower races with me. And so we just started tearing around the yard. And then he comes running across the bean field. What are you doing? <laughs> Supposed to be mowing the lawn. Yeah. Sorry, got excited. <laughs> I did when you mentioned a little bit earlier. I wanted to get this story about my youngest brother Ben. Uh, you mentioned the six o'clock to noon bean walking. That was exactly our formula with my dad he'd take all four of us out there give us a water bottle and say you need to get to here by noon and if you do you're done and we'd all start walking right away and ben would just sit in the end rows and screw around and we'd come (laughs) back and we'd start just berating him like come on you you little (laughs) sissy and this and that he'd get progressively madder at us because he didn't want to do anything and what you couldn't make him do anything but we all knew we had to get to there if we wanted to be done so we just do his work for him and he gained the system and we got so mad at him a few times that what he'd do is if we crossed the line enough where it really made him mad while we were walking down the other end he'd take dirt clods and put it in the water bottle oh. and then it turned into just mud water and then we'd he come back hydrated to, we'd come back to get a drink and we'd drink mud water <laughs> and had no water that for rascal. the whole morning yeah <laughs> that would make me so mad brothers i love water yeah <laughs> Yeah, walking beans and roguing and detasseling. I never detasseled. It, it was no fun. older brother did that for some money, but it was I, horrible. I never did it. I hated it. Don't the corn leaves like cut you up and stuff? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tom would do. Tom would do it contract through like seventeen hour days. Yeah. Uh, it it Isn't basically it, doesn't it pay really well when you're a high school kid. Well, uh, it depends on what you get involved with. Um, it, you know, we had an old uh, uh, professional seed association. It's an actual company. They just hire kids for minimum wage and then they'd work them from like five in the morning till noon you know pay them you know that's what i did very little i got paid very little but i got on with a contract crew because my my dad graduated with this gal that ran it and and it was like for her kids for to help them earn college she took nothing housed us out of pocahontas and we'd go to algona um for Wait, once you, you stayed in pocahontas stayed in pocahontas at their at their really big house they had five kids and they had a finished attic where they just put like 12 beds and like all the guys stayed up in the attic. I mean, there's probably 10 to 15 of us staying at that house for two weeks. And then whenever there was a, a deal over in, in, in Pocahontas with Pioneer, we drive or in Algona with Pioneer, we drive over to Algona. And whenever there was a deal in Alto with PSA for, for the crews that they, they couldn't get to them, they'd hire us and they'd pay us so much per acre 
And so, you know, we all only made money if we got acres. So we would drive wherever there were acres and work until we couldn't, you know, until it was dark. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like a lot of days I'd say it was easily 14 hours, some days 16, to, you know, including See, drive time. The kids that I know that do tasseled always made like thousands in the summer. Yes, yes. I mean, we I paid for my because I started my senior year and I did it until my second year in law school, uh, my senior year in high school to my second year. So it's like six years. Um, and each year I paid for my tuition for at least a semester, maybe a semester and a half. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you worked and that's all you did. Like you worked and you slept. That was it. So, I mean, it was, I, it was terrible. Never want to do it again, but I mean, it was worth it for that period of time in your life. Is it, you know how like walking beans is pretty much obsolete because the spray is detasseling still a thing or. Yes. Detasseling. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was gone. Nope. Because I guess I don't see people doing it for seed corn around here. Because um, and so it's over in Algona still at Pioneer Plant. You know they can only get so many of of the females um, pulled out with those rollers. There's always you're no talking matter, about female corn for those that fe- don't. Yes, they're not ag people listening. <laughs> the female corn, um, <laughs> you know, and so you have to get the rest of those tassels. Um, so yeah, I don't know that they'll ever. I sh- I shouldn't say ever, but. I'm, you know, it's, it's probably always going to be a thing. Yeah. Yep. My, uh, two core memories of detasseling was like three days into it. I got promoted to foreman foreman because I was freaking rocking it and not like missing anything. And then one year there was a bunch of, I got to the end row and there's a bunch of girls like crying and like yelling and stuff. And there was a baby deer that got all sorts of tangled in a barbed wire fence. And there was no getting it out. Oh, no. And these girls were That's like freaking good. out and didn't know what to do. And my boss comes up. He goes, well, he was he was only like three years older than me. He was like the foreman of the foreman. He goes, we're going to have to end it. So he gave me a shovel and I. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the circle of life. The circle of life. One last thing I remember about summers. Very, very clearly. Uh, I want to see. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, I don't know if you guys had the same experience. Probably not. I watched a lot of figure skating. <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> figure skating was always on, and my mom loved to watch in it. In the summer? And, and, yes. And my mom and my you sister. Mean once every four years, like in my, the Olympics? No, or? like it was It was like big with like Scott Hamilton. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa time out. Brian Boitano. <laughs> okay. Are you like a huge Tara Lipinski guy? No, but my Michelle mom and sister Kwan? loved. I, I know all the names. Okay. My mom and sister loved watching it, and I was a young boy, and if I wasn't outside working or doing something, I was in the house. Watched a lot of figure skating. I'm a huge Tanya Harding fan, by the way. <laughs> yep. This was post her. But Not you- me. I'm mostly just a Jeff Galuli fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. I like someone who I like people who make their own way in life. No, I like people that <laughs> literally risked it all to try yeah. to be a champion. Exactly. You know? uh, Jeff Galuli. Who wins in a fight? Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli versus the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Ped wearing a shirt. Definitely the Outlaws. I want to see Ped wearing one of those shirts where it looks like the um, NBA Jam team select with the two people, but it's Harding and Galuli. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And like the little meter, one of them is like lead pipe to the knee, and Galuli's is like do, all the way full. Do you guys? Do you? <laughs> Do you guys think you have anyone in your life that loves you as much as as he loved her to 
like literally no. risk going to jail like that. No. I don't think there's a person in my life no. that would do. My wife loves me, but she has a moral compass, so yeah. she wouldn't do that. Yep. I don't have anyone. I might do it for people, but no one would do it for me. Ped. Well, Ped. you never ask, Ped. It's yeah. true. It's true. You never Ped, know if you there's ask. a rival podcaster ever that you need me to take him out at the knees. Fair. I'm your man. I got a couple in mind. Yeah. I'll slip you a hundred bucks and some names. Yeah, perfect. He just slid Tom a paper that says Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's really doing numbers that I'd like to be doing, and he's getting in my way of growth. Can you take him out? Yeah, you just need to sell like he gets like three million downloads every week. You seem to sell like testosterone pills. He he actually gets like five million. I've never listened to his podcast. I can sum it up. I can sum it up. He gets like like five million, and some of the episodes are like three hours. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm summing up Joe Rogan right now. Welcome to Joe Rogan Experience, comedian or MMA fighter or political commentator. Do you want to do some DMT? I have elk in my freezer. <laughs> COVID's whack, right? What is DMT? Is that a drug? It's a drug. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, like, is basically, it? it's, it's, it's drugs and it's politics. He's big on alpha brain, which is something I want to try sometime. Yeah. I mean, it, his, a lot of his stuff is very repetitive. Isn't time, he big yeah. into, um, like, his guests exploring any crazy theories they have. Yes. Oh, yeah. he's, he's There's into, nothing that's he, off limits. Yeah, he's into hearing whatever it is they want to talk yep, about. Nothing's yeah, off yeah. limits. He had Alex Jones on there, the like like way post, you know, all of his stuff. Like within the last year, mm-hmm. Alex Jones has been on there. And he's saying I've never riff, heard a Joe know. Rogan podcast feels like in this day and age, me saying I've never seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's I've only, li- popular, I've only, I've only yeah. listened to like three, and I've also only seen one Star Wars movie ever. What are your guys' top podcasts you're listening to right now, besides Backroads and Bonfires? Yeah, Tim- Backroads Tim- and Bonfires, number one. Go ahead. Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss. I think I've heard of awesome. it. Never listened. He doesn't He doesn't release... Is he comedy or is he serious? No, he's very serious. It's oh. a, it's a very. He's a self-improvement type of guy. He's mm-hmm. a real big thinker. He wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, if you ever read that okay, book. I've heard of that. Yep. Um, he's kind of a... He's an angel investor a little bit, so like... He's a writer primarily and a podcaster primarily, but he's also like an investor in like tech startups and stuff. And it's always about self-improvement. He doesn't talk about politics. It's basically all he wants. He interviews his podcast is around interviewing super high class people to like break down how they've been successful and try to help people see over time if they listen to him enough the the trends that intermix with all these hmm. super successful people and i it's very helpful podcast some of the stuff you don't want to listen to i mean it, there you know there's guys like you know not elon musk i don't think he's ever been on there but you know mark zuckerberg's been on there and it goes down you know all the way down to some ultra marathoner to some you know corporate lawyer to you know it's just people that have been super successful in their field. So some of the interviews on the substance probably aren't going to be interesting to you. But if you can yeah. get past the substance and get to like what he wants you to get to, which is listen to the habits that they talk about as they're talking about the substance. And then I think you can get to the point where you can listen to every single one of his podcasts, which I'm to that point with him now, even though I don't like listening about physics when a physician, or, you know, a, yeah. you know, physics guys on there or whatever, but. Not surprisingly, none of mine are serious. I listen to Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade, Smartless. I've heard it's awesome. Whoa, it I've never heard of that one. It's Dana Carvey and Smart David List Spade. Smartless hilarious. And every guest either was an SNL host or was a cast member. So it's, it always ends up revolving around SNL, which is my favorite show. Okay, I mean. I listen to Smartless with Will Arnett, Bateman, and Sean Hayes. Hilarious. The Rewatchables. 
Amazing. Bill, Bill Simmons. I used to listen to Bill Simmons more. It's mostly just an NBA now. and NFL podcast. I almost never do now. He doesn't have a lot of other sports he stuff used on. to. And then um, Conan O'Brien. I mean, it's all. I, I want to laugh when Conan I listen Conan O'Brien to needs a friend? Yeah. It's a great one. So I go back. Yeah, I, I, I like that difference because I, I like to joke around personally. But like if I'm on the road, I get a lot of road time. So it's like if I'm on the road, like I want my I just want to be thinking about something and like trying to get better. Tom's a, a carny, so he travels from town to town a lot. He runs <laughs> yeah. the Tilt a World. Uh, it's super lucrative business. <laughs> they give the Tilt a World the, always has a box full of quarters. The, the circus gives you the tools to be your own boss. Yeah, that's where you got to know Jeff Galuli. Yep. You guys big Joe Dirt fans? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Heaven forbid you don't win every time. It's not UNICEF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Lately, my number one is Bussin' with the Boys. Oh, that's my good. goodness. It is, who's that? It has gotten really good. Taylor Lewan, who's current offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans. And, Isn't he retired now? No, he's still playing. And then the former linebacker from the Titans, uh, Will Compton. But it's not... They don't really talk a ton of football. They have tons of comedians on and Bussin? other athletes bussing with the boys. It's phenomenal. Hmm. I love it so much. Part of my takes and is a really fun yep. listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Number two for me would probably be the Ryan Rosillo podcast. I love Rosillo. Rosillo's the man. Rosillo's he's take got on he's got a really measured take on everything, it seems like. Plus he yep. looks like our business teacher at Alta Aurelia. Tim Galvin. Tim Galvin. He looks exactly like Tim and Galvin. And they sound the yeah. same. Yeah. When they talk. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm a big Galvi guy, yeah. so. It's crazy. Yeah, he looks exactly like Tim. Yeah. Number three for me would be Duck Call Room with uh, Uncle Cy, Martin, uh, some of the guys that built from Duck Dynasty that built the Duck Calls. It's hilarious, and it's got a lot of faith stories. Big Dave Ramsey show guy. Like the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, to a lot. I listen to a lot of Dave, but it. Yeah. He's got a lot of wisdom. I'm choosy with yeah. what episodes I listen to. Wow. <laughs> I was laughing. I had to hit him face. with a walk and in the was, face with a soldering iron. I've been I've been wow. laughing so hard at the impersonations and stuff while listening to editing. <laughs> like Owen Wilson. Wow. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh gracious. All right. I wish I was a better impersonator. I've never been good at it. I can do uh here on the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast, my name is Morgan Freeman, and good old Andy Dufresne. I guess I just missed my friend. <laughs> uh, you guys want to hear my Aaron Neville yes. impression? Yes. This is Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The <laughs> SNL skit they do. That's such a niche impression oh, right dude, there. There's probably funny. a lot of people that have forgotten about her in Neville. No, not me. No, I'll never forget. Let's just let's just let, let's quick run through some random '90s topics I wrote down. We're gonna do some quick hitters right here. Yeah, quick hitters '90s. I wrote down five things uh-huh. from the you, '90s you, that came to my head. You want a fast take? Let's fast take it. Okay, okay. let's yeah speed round, speed round. crossfire. Yeah. All right, lunchables. Uh, pro, love them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pro lunchable. Yeah, very pro lunch. I still like. I've told this story. Maybe I'm not. Lunchables here. are so clutch. My wife, she'll buy four lunchables because we have four kids. She only buys four, and she buys four pizza lunchables. And I'll be damned if she hasn't figured out yet that I'm a pizza lunchable fiend. And, See, I don't. I don't mess with pizza lunchables. I uh, love them. Just give me the original turkey and ham. Yeah. The little kids charcuterie board or whatever it is. I, just, I don't know how cheese. to say that word because I'm not sophisticated. With but a, uh, 
What was in there? Capri Sun. Yeah, Capri, Capri Sun. Sun. Maybe yeah. maybe uh maybe an Oreo. Yeah, it comes with an Oreo. Sure. Trip, I d- trip to Peterson Park, pet. Oh man, Lunchable. Peterson Park with the Lunchables. Sometimes on a Tried road my trip, my pizza Lunchable on the ground once. Wonder murder people. <laughs> so pissed. Sometimes on a road trip, we stop at a gas station. I'll just get a Lunchable because they have the little, yeah, the little uh, it's everything. Just ham need. and cheese one. I love them. I think it's great. Back when when I went on my weight loss journey back in the day, I would eat only a Lunchable for supper as like a twenty seven year old adult. Didn't really fill me up, but it did the trick. And a Gatorade Zero. Huh. It worked. This is like your version of Joe Rogan's like eating plan. Yeah, true. Yeah, Lunchable. he's he's all elk meat and and Adam's like Lunchable Gatorade Zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the secret that's a, to a long life and yeah, high testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Next topic: uh, the Macarena. Bogus. I'm out. Yep, hate it. You didn't like to do the dance? It's, no, it's too slow. It's not real dance. It's just it's it's not True. a dance. Tough it's one to screw up, slow. even if you're uncoordinated. It's too slow. I'm more of a Cotton Eye Joe guy. If I, yeah. <laughs> oh my man, <laughs> I have a Macarena memory. Me and all my cousins on my mom's side uh, went and did it at the nursing home. We were visiting my grandpa there one year, and all the residents gathered in like the main room <laughs> while like eight of us cousins did the Macarena for like 20 minutes straight for him. People like kids today. It's dances are still happening. Like right now, it's the gritty. Yes. And then the it was hit that? the Quan before and the Dougie the da- and the dad. Okay, I remember the Dougie. Stanky leg. Like yeah. we had these back in the day. It was just the Macarena, the electric yeah. slide, yeah. <laughs> the moonwalk, uh, pogs. Never uh, played with them. I, I had a lot of them, and I had a little plastic sleeve. I kept them in. And what little, were they? They were cardboard discs. Tom, do you know what pogs were? Yes, they I, were. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I guess. Yeah, I never uh, yeah got same. It. They were cardboard discs, it's like Pokemon to me. Certain ones were more valuable than others, um, and then you would stack them face down so in like, a big stack in the middle. And like I had like a little neoprene mat that it was like an official pog mat thing. And then you had your slammer, which was made out of metal or like plastic, and it was thicker. Okay. And on your turn, you would slam that slammer down on the stack of pogs, and any of them that bounced and flipped over, you got to keep. Any of them that landed face down, you put back in a stack, and the other guy could now go. So it's like Squid Game. I, yeah. I don't get that reference, but <laughs> then there's two ways to play it, from my memory, was whoever got, you would count the stack, and it was an odd number. Whoever got more of the stack, like won the pog, the game of pogs. Huh. But or you could play for keeps, and you would like risk your better pogs, and anyone you flipped over, you got to keep. Which we played for keeps, and this that's, girl cried because we took where all that of phrase her pogs. Come from <laughs> this girl cried. Is that where that fra- actually cried? Is that where play for keeps comes from? No, I don't play think for so. keeps. Oh. I think that saying's been around for quite I a while. We we're about ready to break news. Yeah. But <laughs> breaking news. Mm. Every year of elementary school, we had like a different fad. One year it was Pogs, the next year yo-yos. it was yo-yos. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pokemon hit. I was not into it, but I remember in like middle school, Pokemon hit. I was on to something else at that point. But I always, yeah. you know how like. You oh, know, fingers, tech deck, finger skateboards. That was, yeah. that was like sixth grade. Huh. Uh, it makes. One one idiosyncrasy I had with me or like, you know, personality flaw. Did you ever get like when you were playing baseball, I'll just use this as your reference point. Did you ever get like like personally jealous about someone else's baseball skills? Yeah, older kids. Okay. Shannon well, Smith, he was a stud. Well, for me for me, most sports, I just didn't care enough because I knew I was I, I knew I was a white on an athletic kid from Iowa, like 
I didn't have a chance. I just wanted to play sports for what they were. Jordan Bohannon made a whole career. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but for me, I got irrationally angry about other people's yo-yo skills when that was a big thing. Oh, yo-yoing. School. If people could yo-yo better than I could, I was pissed. Man, I could walk the dog with the best of them. You were very good, Ped. I had like yo-yo-ing. seven yo-yos. Sportsman. Yeah. Wasn't there like... a yo-yo like thing like the cradle? or? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I, Where you like flip the strings together and you're yep. cradling it between the strings. Yep. While it's spinning still. Yep. And, and you can make it sleep. It yep. sit. Walk the dog. Oh, man, I used to laugh at the kids who couldn't make it sleep. It was so easy. Yep. No, you, Ped had a great yo-yo. And Sportsman's and Storm Lake sold so many yo-yos. As with everything, I was pretty average at yo-yoing, you know. There's a great Simpsons episode where the yo-yo people come to yeah. school and a yo-yo craze starts. <laughs> they predict everything. Mm-hmm. All right. You're a lot topic. better at being a doctor than us, though. Uh, f- I do not practice actively. but He rests his case. Yeah. Um, the, you remember Paint on the computer? The paint My, app you'd Microsoft open up? Microsoft Paint? Yep. Remember that? It yep. literally just came to me today. I was thinking of like computer stuff, and I thought of paint. I think of more of that pinball game that came preloaded on Windows and the downhill skiing game. Where oh, the, where the like pinball the where you push like space bar out. or something for the flippers, right? And then the, the abominable snowman. Do you wow. guys remember reading reading trips in the 90s? Like if you read enough books, you got to... No, uh, no, I remember the Pizza Hut. I never went on the trips. I'd always like kids. finish two books under because I yeah. procrastinated. Okay. And me and all the rejects would have to stay back and not that, go on the trip. That was me. Pat. I was a huge yes. not remember, me, man. I was a huge Tom, reader. Yeah, me Voracious. and Tom and like seven yeah. of the girls from our class didn't go. There was literally one year I missed out the Tulip Festival twice and yeah. the Omaha Zoo once. Sixth grade, sixth grade. I was like, I'm finally gonna get all my books. I got to like 20 books. And you're supposed to get to 35 or yep, something 35. like that. 35 books. EBS. And then literally the last month or the last half a month before it was due, I just started taking the tests for a whole bunch of books to see if I could just blow through a lot of them and yeah. wind up on the trip. And I, I missed it. So I, Back yeah. then, I was reading Goosebump books, uh, Boxcar Jealous. Children. Great books. Yeah. yeah. Gary, I got 30. Gary Paulson. I love I got reading. 34 the last, the last year that we were to do it. I got 34 and the day of. That morning of, I passed the 35th book, but they said I didn't do it in time. would let me go, go, and I was sitting in school, like, plotting horrible things I wanted to do to people because they didn't <laughs> let me go on the trip. <laughs> Adam, you sound like such an intense, brooding kid. Like, yeah. you dropped a Lunchable, and you almost uppercut the whole town. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like that. <laughs> I took it personally. Yes, you did. Paint. I used to... Oh, man, I could write my name in so many sick colors on paint. I would... Mo- <laughs> That's such a stupid flex. I could write my name That's in a, so many colors. That's a terrible flex. <laughs> I used to just like take the cursor. It was so bored. Like there was nothing to do on the computer. Fill the whole screen. Yeah, just yeah. It's <laughs> summertime. And probably then, and then probably undo, got my Buck Cherry and CD then undo playing. It all with the eraser. <laughs> yeah, for hours. Listening to and I'm better for it. Yeah, <laughs> You're better for it. Dang right, we are. I could focus on. I just. Taught you motor skills. Focus on things for a long time because, like, I used to color in a whole computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> These kids today honestly don't know what they missed out on. They're pampered. They're pampered. <laughs> they don't know what they missed out on. They didn't have to print out directions on MapQuest uh, when they were traveling somewhere. Do you remember no. how how nauseating chill. that was and scary it was when your parents took you to like a big city and they have a freaking atlas out like yeah. I missed the freaking exit. Why weren't you telling <laughs> we, me? We were going to driving with their knees yeah. while the thing is blocking the windshield. They're like folding it down to see the road. We used to go to vacation in northern Minnesota every year to Rush Lake, and whenever we drive through Minneapolis, my parents would like turn the radio off and tell us like 
nobody talks until we're through Minneapolis. Because my mom's up there with Rand McNally in the passenger seat getting this sorted out. My dad's driving. And it's like, we got to make sure we don't miss our exit. And like to us, Minneapolis was like, wow, this is like... This is the center of the universe. Might as well be New York City. It's so busy and crazy and... My parents just made it sound like we were in the triangle of death trying to get off <laughs> yes. freaking 35 north and get on to 7 it west is, or if, something. If we don't make the right turns, we are driving straight to hell. And right. I, I yeah. went to college Amen. in the Minneapolis Amen. area, so I drove that all the time, and it was not nearly as daunting. But also, we were pulling a boat, so I will give them a pass. Right. Like You can't change lanes in a hurry with a, yes. a StarCraft behind you. It's not happening. <laughs> StarCraft. 26 foot bayliner <laughs> my dad and i my, we have the a puny little toyota diesel rear-wheel drive pickup it's like the size of this table it's so small my dad and i took that to a twins game one year i was like 10 and we got to this like we're getting close to minneapolis and it's my dad's like having me read the map and he's like saying north south where we go and i'm like looking up and well north isn't always up sometimes north is this way and i don't know i'm like crying in the passenger seat we got lost in wiping some, your like, tears with res- your shane mack jersey <laughs> <laughs> we got lost in some residential neighborhood that was a disaster you're driving probably, cities now, you were probably easy. in chanhassen yeah uh all right um the event that it was to go to the movie store and rent movies with your family mm. for a big weekend big friday night huge and you're going to watch that movie three times. Yep. yep. You're going to watch it as many times as you can before you got to give it back on Saturday. It was so fun to go to the movie store. And just peruse the shelves. It was and, really exciting. But also, I'm Devastating, like, though. If the movie you wanted, they didn't have any copies. Devastating. I, I was a scaredy cat, so like, I'd get scared if I even like looked at the cover of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> or I'd be like, that's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and I would get scared and like, I got to stay over by like Ace Ventura. Yeah. Ace will protect me. Um, my small town place also could rent. You could like rent a Sega Genesis, or, or rent like an N sixty four, and it came Jeez. in like a padded like pizza delivery bag. We couldn't do that, could we? I don't. My parent. I, I remember so. my parents like sometimes letting us before we had our own system. You could rent it for like Friday night and turn it back in Sunday, and it was a big deal. Like we're gonna rent an N sixty four or a Sega Genesis. That would be sick. And we get Casey's pizza and a two liter of pop yep. and. Make popcorn. My dad would always get like under siege for after like we went to bed. He would get like some sort of action movie. My dad would wants the, the you know, Steven Seagal yep. or uh, Schwarzenegger commando, something like that. And then us as kids, we would get to rent something more family, you know, Dennis the, the Menace lot. or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I just uh, very specifically remember us all going to the, the fan, the movie store one night and, uh, um, my dad really wanted to get the movie The Abyss. Mm. Do you remember that movie? I remember the cover. I was getting a Freddy cat. I don't like ocean. scary movies. It terrified me of the ocean after seeing that movie. Well, you live in Northwest Iowa, yes. so that's a weird thing to be afraid of. Yeah. No kidding. You're living in the right place. You never know when you're going to jump into Storm Lake and all of a sudden the bottom's just not going to be there. Storm Lake is like four feet deep. <laughs> Isn't it notoriously shallow? Back then, yeah. it was Everybody like, says you can stand up like in the six, center though. of it. I think it's at this point with how dry it's been. I, and it's, I mean, you can probably... You, when you it's, when it's, it's been wash. a dry rain. Yes. A dry rain. <laughs> <laughs> when it's plush full of water, it's like 13 feet at its deepest. Yeah. <laughs> in very specific oh, spots. Yeah. All right. I had some other stuff to get to, but we'll save it for next time. Let's do it. Boys, that was fun. You guys think so? I had a great time. 
as always. Um, I think so. when people listen to this, they're going to be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to do one, but I can't. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Listen uh, listen to a Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Search for Backroads and Bonfires. Uh, or, hey, download us off LimeWire or Napster off LimeWire. or Audio Galaxy. Yes. Speaking of download, just go out there. Even if you don't want to listen to it, just hit download. Every episode will download. You don't have to listen, but it will help with the numbers. Yeah, and then burn this podcast onto a CD and write, now that's what I call podcasts, (laughs) volume one, on your Burt CD. And hand it out to all your friends. There you go. Prom 2004. (laughs) Peds Peds podcast prom mix. Hold for edit. (laughs) That's a high school event. Hut, hut.